welcome to All Ages RPG, the role-playing podcast for gamers of all ages. Before we get started, I'd like to talk a little bit about something that I think should encourage new DMs. Now, I've talked before about how a big part of the role-playing experience is the collaboration that happens between the DM and the players and the players with each other. We're constantly riffing on each other's ideas, picking them up and transforming them and synthesizing them into new ideas. And that's great. It's a wonderful dynamic. So one of our jobs as DMs is to make sure that our players shine, both as players and as playing their characters. So the way we do that, one of the ways that we do that is we lay down hooks for them to pick up. Hooks that lead to things that tie into their backgrounds or hooks that invoke their flaws so that they can get inspiration. Uh, leads to different things that relate to past events in the campaign. All these things as character hooks and character leads, but we can also set up jokes for them where we're doing a setup for a punchline and it's just waiting for them to pick it up and deliver. And it is a wonderful feeling when you set something up and they pick it up and deliver on that promise. They uncover something that relates to their background, something relating to their original tribe, or some opportunity for gambling, if that's their flaw, any of a variety of things. Or they see the opportunity for the joke and they make the obvious punchline. These are wonderful things. They feel really good. But most of the time, they won't pick up on these. You'll lay them down and they'll walk right past them. That can be really upsetting, particularly if you're really attached to the idea, and often you are really attached to the ideas of this cool thing that you've set up for them to enjoy, and they don't pick up on it. Well, don't be discouraged. As much as it is disheartening for this to happen, know that, in my experience, about 90% of the stuff that you set up for the players they're not going to pick up on, or they're not interested in it. They see it, and they just ignore it because it isn't interesting to them. Does that mean that you should stop doing it? No. No, I don't think so. Because that 10%, that 1 in 10 that they actually do pick up and deliver, is glorious. It's wonderful, and everybody loves it. So, if anything, you should be setting up more of these because it gives them more opportunities to pick up on them. And as you get more comfortable with improvising in your sessions, as you get to know the rules better, and you don't need to look stuff up as much, as you are more familiar with the day-to-day running of the game, you can devote more time to creating these hooks and setting the players up to shine. So, as you listen to this episode, you can see what things the players have picked up on and what things maybe they didn't pick up on yet. And with that, I'm going to see where we left off, just at a high-level overview, where we are in the campaign. Steve Ganelon, one of the members of the Dragonborn Indiran Council, created a lot of fear and paranoia that the mammals were coming to attack and as such, he diverted a lot of public funds to 
build up a much stronger defense footing for the city-state of India, including building a huge wall and moat around the city. In the process, while all this was happening, he embezzled huge amounts of public funds for his own benefit. The party uncovered this and revealed how he was enriching himself off of the public's dime and so brought him to justice. He managed to escape and since then they have been looking and hunting down any hints or rumors as to his whereabouts so that they can finally bring him to account for his many crimes against India. As they were investigating another rumor, there was an attack much like Steve Ganelon had predicted of giant and medium-sized humanoids attacking the wall. And the party has gone to meet them. In the process of fighting them, the dragonborn soldier Balasar and the Arakakra hunter Kantu have jumped off of the wall and landed in the moat while Vaisuna, the Hobgoblin, Clyde, the Kobold, and Squeak, the Changeling, have remained on the wall to continue their ranged attacks on the invaders. With that, we will continue Guardians of Indir. And with that, let's return to the Guardians of Indir, our Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign of All Ages RPG. You, you can tell that nobody else in your party has noticed the flashing stuff. You're the only one who's seen it. First of all, I yell, Guys, we gotta take care of this giant quick! There's something else going on! I think this is a distraction! Floosh! Floosh! And Floosh. I'm gonna shoot another arrow at Jolly. Ooh, that's definitely gonna hit. That's 19 on the die. Good. And, and that will hit... Four, six damage. Great. So another arrow in its head, its head, and it doesn't sink all the way in. So it's actually sticking out of <laughs> the forehead of this thing, and shape its eyes are glazed a little bit. In and the shape of an arrow in his forehead. Can't can't really decide the bird at its feet or the thing at eye level right there across the moat. So, and I'm going to try and hide again. Okay. In the shape. That'll make the decision easy for him. <laughs> it. Well, that's that's a 10 total. All right. So that's not the best. Okay, so another arrow comes in from not far away and hits Kantu for three points. That was a bad shot. And a bunch of other arrows rain down around all the rest of you. You manage to sidestep, and there are a couple of I didn't roll. these little guys. 
I roll because it's their turn. And a couple of these guys are dropping their bows to pull sabers and moving to close with the two of you, Balasar and Cantu, Have that I are picked up dripping. my hammer? Yes, at the okay. beginning of your at the beginning of your turn, you will be able to pick up your hammer, which is now. Okay, I pick up my hammer. And you cross over and pick up the hammer, yes. Okay, um, are they kind of grouped in a circle or any They're sort of They're not particularly grouped. They are, a number of them, a uh, number of them oh, are yeah. retreating, and some of them look like they are preparing to close with you to prevent you from chasing ones that are retreating. Well, the ones that are close to me, so I have my hammer, I'm going to start holding it by the end and start spinning in circles. And just so you're spinning going to in circles. Do that as a, as a way of keeping them at bay, or are you trying to do an attack? Both. <laughs> right, do an attack. 17. 17 plus, is it dex or strength? Strength with a warhammer. And your proficiency <laughs> bonus. Okay, so, so it's your normal plus, plus six, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. My mind's blank right now. Plus three is 20, plus another three is 23. So 23. 23. 23. Yes, that's going to hit. Okay. So you're you're um, doing a two handed thing now, right? Yes. So it's, your so it's um, uh, 1d10. Where's my d10? 6. Plus your strength. Oh, plus my strength, which is 10. Right. Oh, wow. So two of them are running up to you, and one of them falls down. As you brain him as they come running. <laughs> or it. Brain it. All right, Clyde. Squish. 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 Mm-hmm. The guys that we're fighting, they're all down on the ground, right? Yes. And they all have sabers out. No. no. Many of them are running away now. Oh. There are because a of couple them. that have swords out, and as you watch, Balasar is in the process of swinging around and braining one. So there's one with a melee weapon mm-hmm. that is going to remain on his feet. And the oh. other is getting knocked down and the others are retreating. Makes sense. Shoot um, the retreating ones. Oh, um, I think I'd shoot the one with the saber or whatever, the one that's standing I have them handled. Or shoot Jolly. So Jolly's already dead or is he still going? Jolly's still going. Oh, um, Jolly's still kicking? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to shoot an arrow at Jolly, too. Have a little fun with this shooting Jolly okay. thing. I need a bow. <laughs> I know, right? So you shoot Jolly, too. I just have a spear. You, you can... Get some throwing axes. Jolly is, like, not far from you, and he's you can just throw your a axe big target. Or when I have to. Okay, I have he an might, idea next turn. He might turn. step on you soon. Oh, I have an idea. All right, I rolled a five. <laughs> oh, God, it's going to hit me. <laughs> um, I'm shooting Jolly, you dingy. Yes. Yeah, That's but I'm, like, right total. here. Okay. Uh-huh. So the arrow sinks into him again. And he doesn't seem to be slowed, but he's now looking back out the wall. He was looking at Vaisuna. Vaisuna vanished. And he was kind of looking vaguely around and looks at the two people on the ground. Oh, no. He's going to stomp on them, and then you squish him again, and he turns back looking at the wall again. He's like, yeah, so he's pretty big balloon, I want to get me. <laughs> Object <laughs> permanence, not so great with this guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, are you moving anywhere? Uh, I am going to 
jump a little. I'm going to jump a little to the. Will this be the right? Or I'm going to jump a little to the right to try okay. to keep the um, troll's attention or the giant's attention. Okay. Try to keep him distracted. Hey, over here! All right. Very good. Oh, wait, excuse me? Yes. If, if Kanto is close enough, he tries to catch a falling glowy axolotl. No, it's way... They are scurrying into the moat at this point and, <laughs> and then vanishing with little puffs of light. And Kanto's like, darn it. Another exotic pet I could... Another exotic so pet I could solve for a way too high price. hand comes swatting down the top of the wall mm-hmm. and slaps down over the wall in between the two of you. There's actually a fairly large gap, but it's uh, where you had been standing for, for and you've moved over between the Visuna and Clyde. Clyde. Closer to Clyde, where, kind of where Clyde was just standing. And then another hit that is just swishes over the top of you because you can duck the thing fairly easily. Yeah. Just back to Squeaks. Remember, you guys heard me yell about this being a distraction. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I was in the water. No, no, no. What are we being distracted from? I don't know. Vaisuna has just finished saying this. It was happening while all that round was happening. Maybe. So maybe. It just finished. You all heard it. May, maybe it's... There's maybe. a big light over there. You well, didn't you, see it. Oh, well, I know, but that's what you said, right? No. Maybe they threw something. I haven't said that Something yet. else is happening maybe. inside. They threw something. I have a bad Vaisuna's feeling there's... Squeaks. I have a bad feeling about this. Oh yeah, that's Squeak's well, voice, isn't it? Bad feeling about this. Isn't okay, it? Moving. Isn't this Squeak's voice? This is Squeak's voice. He's in his true form. However, he's not in his true form. <laughs> well, shouldn't he sound like Kantu then, or? No, he sounds like this. <laughs> oh, Deal okay. with it. <laughs> Boom! Fancy man said, what? Hold, hold on. Hold on. I have glasses in here somewhere. Here you go. Okay, that's right. <laughs> just like, just puts just on like glasses. Backward. What's Squeak's gonna do? He's gonna shoot He's going to go off the wall and investigate. He's separating the party! He's bouncing off the walls. Hey! So, I will fly hey. over and, you know... Try and see. Fly over where? Just you haven't seen anything. Just the only person who's fly. seen something is yeah. I know. Just looking for stuff that looks out of the ordinary, aside from people panicking. <laughs> That's okay. pretty out of the ordinary. All right. So you're fluttering over to an adjacent rooftop, and from there to another rooftop. And you're going in that direction. You see that there is some flashing now as well as you're looking over in that direction. Bright, like flash bulbs going off. Uh, camera flashes going off. What's a are camera? You to, are you going to tell anyone? Am I out of hearing distance? No, everybody can hear you. You're moving like 30 feet. 
No, as you're, or I, fifty. Fifty as you're flying. Um, no, he's like, hey guys, there are lights over here. Or hey guys, <laughs> there are lights over here. Oh bye. What's that voice? You remind me. Oh bye. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. I misheard you. I thought that was like. Oh Oh my gosh. That was like your sign off. Excuse me. Oh bye. Oh hi. Okay, so I'm sorry that I'm fueling this digression. It's okay. Please. Now count to. Oh my. And it's like, well, you remind like me of a monk I once met. I, I a believe monk? You remind me of a... With that vo- your voice reminds me so of the voice of a monk I once met. You have no line of sight. And in Daniel? fact, don't, you would have to do a perception check to see if you could hear. The two of you on the ground mm-hmm. can do a perception check. What about the two of us on the wall? You guys can hear fine on the wall. Cool. Because there's nothing in between you, but they have the wall in between them and a bunch of guys 16. on the ground. Wait, that are I attacking. have a question. I got a 16. So my passive perception is 11. Would that have changed with my leveling up? No. Okay, well, I failed. I rolled a 2. Okay. So passive perception is noticing things in your environment without actively rolling for it. Perception checks are when you're trying to detect something. So you guys hear, but can't make out that Squeaks is saying something. <laughs> is what you hear. What? Can't make out the words. <laughs> Modified, you are able to hear that there are lights. <laughs> He's saying something about yes. lights, Cantu. Having heard that, what are you going to do? There is one guy on his feet with a saber coming at you and Balasar. Balasar has just knocked down the other guy with a sword. And the others seem to be falling back. So I'll fly up and check out the lights. Balasar is stronger than I am. I'm I'm just this short little bird. What? So... I'll, what did you say? So I'll fly <laughs> up and check out the lights. Okay. So you fly up and come over the wall right next to Jolly. Because Jolly's right there still trying to swat Clyde. Okay, SWAT. in that case, I'll shoot Jolly. And hey, I'm going to use the first spell I'll have ever used. All right. Thorned arrow. And what does this look like again? And it's just it's me shoot. It's me shooting with my longbow, except while I'm aiming, spectral thorns start wrapping around the the arrow. Well, not spectral, just like weird glowing. Thorns. Void. Magical looking. Yeah, Void looking. Like, like slightly gl- slightly glowing thorn vines. All right. Let's roll to see how that works out. 15, right? Yeah. Or no, it's no. your spell attack modifier, right? 12. It's, one. it's worth half a point. Okay. What is And what damage does it do? Well, d8, since, since it's a long go, d8, and oh, an extra d10 since I cast the spell. And then plus 4 because of my dexterity modifier. So. 17. Cantu flies up. 
hearing squeak say something again about bright lights. Cantu's curiosity is piqued, and he flies up, and as he's going past, he's like, oh yeah, the giant. And the arrow sprouts all these thorns, and he fires it, and it blasts through the giant's head. So disgusting. Collapses into the mud with an enormous splash. Wait, did he just explode? No, no, he splashed into the mud. Oh, I wish he turned into jelly. Yeah, white shish kebab. A light for a moment at the top of the wall next to Vaisuna and Clyde. And now it's Vaisuna's turn. Vaisuna, seeing that the giant is now dead, yells, Come on, there's something else happening. We need to check it out. And just I'm busy! I'm going to try and see how fast I can get down this wall. Which okay. direction? On Towards the, the mud? Or the On the inside, because yeah. that's where I'm going. Okay. So just do an athletics check. That is an eight. It is a fairly easy job for you to get down from this without taking falling damage by just letting hanging down and dropping. There are other lean-tos to land on. So there's a groan of wood as you land, but you're not quite heavy enough to smash through, and you're fine. And then it's <laughs> yeah. just a hot. Is that just gonna be a joke? And, and, guy, and the dragonborn's like, like still yeah, like he's slowly, slowly rebuilding his house. Stick together. Slowly fixing his cabbage. I, I built my shack out of sticks. <laughs> so and now we'll do it. All and I'm again. just I'm just what? taking off but in the direction. My cabbage. Yeah, build it out of bricks, or else a wolf will blow it down. Okay. Or in this case, a Balasar will. Running down, and oh. now there is the other guy with the saber who is engaging oh, yeah. with you in melee. <laughs> and he does four points in a slash to you as you are bringing your hammer up around to block it. And My AC is ten, so four points. It would be more than ten, but yes. Because it's whatever your dexterity is on top of your uh, top of ten. Ten is oh. base for somebody 13. who's just standing there. Okay. Wait, I'm getting beat. Yes, but he beat that significantly. Okay. He would have beaten your. So how many points did I take? Four. Max is twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Thank you. My brain isn't working today. Seventeen. You're down to seventeen. Yes. Okay. And the others, as I mentioned, are. Running away. Balsar, your turn. I guess this guy who just stabbed me isn't damaged at all. I'm gonna use Not thunderous smite. Okay. And as Balasar, he grabs his warhammer two-handed, chest abroad, swinging his hammer down, say, "You gonna die!" In a loud smash. Okay. So that adds damage on a hit, yes? Okay. Oh, so yeah, and 10 nice. hits. And for all the people who skipped the first what episode... The, what is the modifier? Yugandai is the god of war 14. and peace. It's hit. Okay, now um, d10 and plus my attack bonus, right? Right, and then the smite does additional damage, right? So 6, 12, oh my gosh, 12 
plus 2d6 thunder damage. Touchy, touchy. Nine. 21. So you call out, you, you will die! die. Yeah. And he does. Release her, Blake. Yes. 21. <laughs> You're not I just realized I did the exact same amount of damage as Where do you my want HP. to go? I want to chase. I want to chase the runaways. Okay. <laughs> there are maybe six of them. I chase them. And all right, nobody else is down here with you, Clyde. Mm-hmm. Your turn. I look over my shoulder and see Balasar chasing after the orcs. Booking it towards the forest. Yeah, booking it towards the orcs. And I'm like, that ninny's gonna get himself killed. Then I look over to my other side and see Baisuna is completely Wait, banished. Wait, can I grab my chainmail first? And realized, oh, she, she probably must have gone down. I should probably go follow her. I'm gonna go do that. You can go back I in the motor. I don't think I'm out of sight I'm just yet. Gonna no, you, no, you... No. I, it's I fine that you or? have seen her drop down and then run down the street. Oh, cool. Then I you grab my chainmail. And, and that, Kentu so. is on top of the wall next to you as well. Okay, then. I'm going to go over at Canton and be like, shoot, uh, do you think we should go with, um, <clears throat> by soon? They're just sleeping. Um, and... Balasar <laughs> carrying chainmail over his shoulder, looking into the forest. You both do. heard and can now also see, if you're looking in that direction, the flashes of light. Let's go with by soon. I'm curious. So Did I'm you try? I, I, I agree. Also, I have to, but I have to look away. My I, I have bird eyes and... They really hurt now. I hear you. My, I have a flaw, like a thing where dark the light. Vision. Dark yeah, vision. Yeah, yes, the cobalt dark vision thing. Anyway, I'm going to roll to see if I can jump down without getting blinded okay. by the light. Um. <laughs> oh, gosh. He's going to break the cabbage cart. No, no, I'm going to fall in the window. whatever your thing. strength modifier is. Oh, dear. That's <laughs> a two. Negative, negative <laughs> Minus two, two so okay. it's a two. And Minus two. So I'm going to probably jump up and... All right. Does he get impaled by a dead soldier's weapon? No, 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 no. I'm going like to follow Arian into the city, right? That's where it is? Yes. yes. Or you can follow yes. a dragonborn booking but it into a forest. You do not fall gracefully, and 16 feet for you is significantly larger relative to your body height than it is for a large hobgoblin. So yes. I'll have you roll the fall damage, which I will say is just a d6. Thank you. Because it's not quite high it. enough to be two. Two. Oh, feel okay. I didn't okay. take that much damage. Good. So. <laughs> so I just took two damage. He took a six. He would be You are very gracious, DM. You don't. You don't want to kill everybody. Oh, I have time. Yes. No, I have time. Oh wait! I just realized if I'm running to the forest. So you are I'm running, running to the moat. Well, you I, saying, I, or as I ran to the moat, grabbed my chainmail, and I'm heading so to the forest. Your chainmail is at the bottom of the moat. So you would have to dive I down. Use my, is my spear long enough to reach? How deep is this moat? We never discussed that. Hmm. Well, it would have to be larger than seven. Give me seven. a perception check. Um, I'll roll a d20. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you now, right? Three. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you think that you can go down and fish it out without having to swim all the way down, but you will have to get back in the water and use your spear to get it. Oh. So it's it's deeper than you are tall. Oh, okay, so the it's water. probably like 12. 
maybe turn. Oh yeah. Also, watch watch out yeah, for the like changing crocodiles. Like um, no, just kidding. A stinky poop-filled pool. Ew. A poop pool, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> poop pool. I don't think that you actually dispose of your waste in the. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's like a sewage system, right? It goes into that. Okay, I rolled a d20. That's what it says. I rolled a 10. For an athletics check? Oh. So whatever your Plus athletics three. modifier is. Very good. Okay, so you're able to swim down and grab your armor and struggle it back up. So okay. you're doing that. I don't even know that they left. Right. They you're just... going to do that for the next turn. Well. Wait, did right. he not Let's hear Vaisuna yell at no. him twice? I heard. He, he heard. The second time, he certainly heard. Okay. Squeaks. You are making your way down the street, fluttering from rooftop to rooftop. No, you should strut. He, his speed. <laughs> <laughs> An Iron Conqueror's walking speed is 20. Oh yeah, that's perfect for strutting. <laughs> 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 And Pigeon you style. come to yep. <laughs> down yes. on like part this. of the street where the log landed, and it smashed half <laughs> into a building. Was it the Dragon Blood Tavern? No. Yay. It's not quite that far. Dragon Blood is a few doors down. <laughs> and <laughs> that was close. Thirty doors down. Give me a perception check. There are a number of people down there. <laughs> I'm not using that die. <laughs> I'm not using that die. <laughs> so you see a number of people down there, <laughs> And there are flashes coming from inside the building, kind of the ruined part of the building where the log hit. I rolled three. Yeah, so I've described what you okay. see. What are you going to do? I'm going down to investigate those flashes. So you'll you'll effectively do a dash for your action. You'll also move to flutter sure. down. Okay. So you're down on the ground, and Cantu, what do you do? Cantu, and I'm gonna keep following Vasuna. Okay. I'm also gonna try and I don't know. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try. I'm going to try and get Squeaks to barf me an axolotl. For narrative <laughs> brevity, I will say that both Kantu and Vaisuna are arriving at the site of the log at the same time now. What is Vaisuna doing? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to see what's going on here, because I honestly don't know That's yet. That's a fair point. So Kantu and Vaisuna both do perception checks. There are a number of people That's milling around ten. here. That's And that's 14. Okay. So there are people that are being backlit by these flashes. And you're not sure. There's something... It's strange that the people are not running. This, all three of you know that the, the people are not running, oh. which is strange. Oh, no, what is it? Kantu... Oh. Oh. Kantu notices that these don't look like dragonborns. And 
One of them, in particular, is kind of standing by the log, facing where it's smashed into the... It, it kind of crashed down through the roof of this building. And so it's slightly elevated there. And it looks like the side of the log has a door in it, and he's just climbing out. That's what you see. Vaisuna, you see that there are these flashes, and these people are backlit by the flashes, which are very bright. Kind of coming from, there's a hole in the log and a hole in the building, and it's kind of coming from those holes. And the bright light. And Kanju goes, hey guys, sorry, hey guys, look at this. I, th- I am did looking. That guy, did that guy? No, I mean, look over there. Did that guy just come out of a door in a tree? Oh They're Keebler elves. <laughs> they bake <Yeah>. cookies <laughs> <laughs> in trees. Balasar, you are retrieving your armor and climbing back up, sputtering onto the bank. Give me another perception check. I don't know if I should... Um, I, I mean, I don't know what's going on, but if I should go check... Well, you don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. So you add your wisdom modifier, <laughs> and if you're trained in perception, then you add your proficiency bonus as well. I'm not trained in perception. Okay, so your wisdom is one. One. Modifier is one. So that's an eight modifier. Yeah. All right. So yes, you're... You emerge from the water with a gasp. It was <gasps> really a lot of effort to swim up with the Excuse armor. Excuse me. Another reason for cer- certain species Clive. of dragonborn yeah. to have blowholes. <gasps> they have run off ahead toward the flashing lights, which you can see. Why is everybody fascinated? Okay. Pride runs after them to see what's going on and check up on whatever they're gawking at because they look pretty shocked to see Keebler. So you will arrive at the beginning (laughs) of the next turn. Okay. Nothing to roll. Cool. Run up. Okay. All right. Squeaks. Does. No. <laughs> Kantu has just called out. <laughs> Vaisuna is there. Kantu is there. Um, There's a bunch of people sorry. standing there. He'll go in. He's probably going to die. Um, he's going to go into the log. So. I have You're going to fly down? You. I'm going to fly down and go into the log. <laughs> I was just like, all right, I've had enough of your kitchen here. like. I have less HP than you. I'm gonna die quicker. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it's a competition. <laughs> no, no, just just saying. Shell. <laughs> Shell. For those of you listening, Corbin is using a calculator to write words. <laughs> okay, I'm still deciding. So flying down, there is an opening, just as Kantu was saying, in the log. It actually looks like there. These people have just finished climbing out of the log. And the person closest to the log is kind of facing back toward the log and the building. And arcs of energy are coming out of his fingers. 
into it's a the wizard. and the buildings that are making these bright, bright, kind of white blue flashes of light. I will. He's a really angry. Strangely silent. I will land on a building that's like nearby. You could land like on top of the ruined building, but sure. you are in flight as you notice this. Sure, I'll land on top of the ruined building, and I'll do wishbolt, which um, is called what? And what does it look like? Um, Smite of the Axolotl. Smite of the Axolotl. Wait, no. No, never mind. Because you have the that. beam of the Axolotl already, right? Or the, mm. what was the other one called? Um, Breath of the Axolotl. Oh, dude, that's Voice of the Axolotl. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll do an Axolotl Blast again. Axolotl Blast. Okay. You already did Axolotl Blast. Ah. It's Dandra, uh, Lucia. Yeah. Uh. It's like Dandra. Ah, okay. Oh, I thought Make you were naming another spell, Axolotl Blast. Wow. He rolled right. a four. <laughs> so there is a spray of glowing axolotls all over the street. <laughs> and Conti tries to catch as so many axolotls as he can. You pointed out that they these guys were climbing out. You see that Squeaks has just landed and immediately started attacking the guy who's yeah. And I'm, I'm like hurting like axolotls trying to scoop as many up They're as I can. They're poofing in your what hands. What are you going to do? What is your action? I, already, I just told you. She's but grabbing I'm the axolotls, which I'm would gonna, deal damage I'm to I'm going to investigate the strange door in the tree. Don't go in. Don't go in there. You know not to go in there. It's like a horror movie. The Keebler elves will get you. <laughs> <laughs> They'll give you cookies! <laughs> so... Yeah, let's go. Let's go see. So I don't want to go see. over there. <laughs> and you land water. next and I, to this and guy. I, and I catch as many axolotls as I can you for protection. The, you catch the axolotls up in your hands, and they poof away into sparks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heroin. I'm so brutal. And you look over, and there is this elf. <laughs> Of course. And <laughs> of course. actual Keebler elves. He's got uh, these bolts coming out of his hands. And Definitely Keebler. Setting the building on fire and the log on I fire. I wonder if Kellogg knows about this. With the uh, <laughs> bolts. And he looks over and sees you as you're picking up the axolotls. <laughs> and you notice that he has a pendant that is shaped like a large key around his neck. And I try and throw the axolotls at him before I realize they just went poof. Okay. And Vaisuna. Okay, yeah. so... Okay, no. How you you see way. that Squeaks has flown down and has immediately attacked this guy. <laughs> Kentu flutters over next to him and is looking at him and trying to throw the axolotls at him. Okay. Throw barf over him! <laughs> so, how close are they to him? Like, are they within five feet? Yes. The, the the one that Kantu is next to is adjacent to Kantu. Ah. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna run up and attack him with my short swords. Very good. Ooh, 
going on on my dual weapons? Oh, sweet. That's a crit. Lighten on the Keebler. And I get an extra 1d6 from nice. sneak attack. Yeah. Droop in the group and lighten on the Keebler. 2d8 and 1d6. Let me scoot some stuff. So that's not a very good roll for what I got. That is four, six, still. Why can't I do more than six damage? Okay. <coughs> even, even so he is very surprised at this. <laughs> He's blasting away, and this bird person appears and starts throwing sparks at him. <laughs> and this horrible pain spark. in his back stabbed. He's, he's a right. giant is there something you want to do? You literally got that? stabbed in the back. <laughs> I'm gonna dodge. Okay. Doge. Doge. All right. <laughs> I have a bunch um, of Doge memes on my phone. You also notice that he has a key <laughs> pendant wow. as he turns around Doge. and touches the key pendant, <laughs> and his form shimmers, and he kind of blurs. His outline blurs. <gasps> he's a transmissioner. And he he's becomes hard to see. He's a, he's a, and the others Keebler that busters. are around <laughs> also start touching these key-shaped pendants around their necks. And they start to blur as well. Blur. Did I roll a passive perception to notice if there's no rolling a passive perception. It's roll just a perception. perception. You're you're looking for what are you looking for? Tell me what you're looking for before you. Roll. Anybody? Okay. Allies. So. Allies, enemies, anything I can. All right. Do something. So, what is that modify? Plus my was intelligence or was um, it's a ten. Okay, so you see that a couple of them. You see that all the smaller <laughs> armed enemies have fled. I'm not in sight anymore. Hmm. You see that Jolly, in smashing the tower, has made a effectively a ramp of rubble that is smoldering, mostly not burning, that spans the moat and leads up into a gap in the wall. So you could scramble up and through without too much difficulty. Most importantly, however, you see that Greeny is starting to move. Okay. Um, ponderously rolling over and getting his arms under him to struggle to his feet again. Wait, I can't use this again, right? Because I, I used it. <laughs> how many spell That's slots? A, it do takes you have? a spell slot. <laughs> I don't know how many spell slots I have. I can look that up, but what is it that you want to do? Your instinct seems to be to fight. I want to use my thunderous smite again. His instinct... I mean, he is... His bonds are... Well, his ideals is that 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 people matter and that ideals aren't worth um, killing over. Hmm. There's no bond saying that he can't kill anything in sight. Sure. Yeah, you play it however you like. So as a second level paladin, you have two spell slots. You've used one. You can use it again for any of the spells that you have available. I recommend Divine Smite, because I think that one can do a bit more damage than I don't have Divine. All paladins have Divine Smite. Isn't that the same as Thunderous? No. Oh, well, I'm gonna use to. I'm gonna run up and just jump in the air and divine smite him. Okay. Scream, you're gonna die while you do it. You're gonna die! 
Right. Do the attack roll. I... That's it. Five plus my four That's is it. nine. I probably missed. It's not it's just it's four, it. though. It's it your back. proficiency modifier okay. and your strength. So, so no. nine. Eleven. All right. No, Good. What is the damage? I don't know what the hand side does. Um, uh-huh. I didn't write it down. It is going to be uh, very similar to Thunderous Smite in that it gives you an additional damage, but first you roll the weapon damage. Oh, okay, I'll do that. I rolled a 10. Good. Plus, Plus your strength modifier. Oh, wait, I should be using my D10, right? Or do I use a D20? Oh, the damage is a D10. Okay, so I'm using, using two D10. hands. Plus my damage uh, it is a nine. You can expend a spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target, mm-hmm. which is two D eight. Two D okay. Now I use my now I use two D eight. I got my big and my tiny one. Very good. Nine. Plus the nine damage that you nine. already. Nine plus okay, nine. Eighteen. That's eighteen. So you leap into the air. On his back as he's kind of pushing himself up and bring it down on his head. And he collapses back down (laughs) with this searing I'm sorry, what what does the energy of Yugondai look like? It is kind of like a purplish glow to the hammer. It's almost like a smoke being like Coming out of the hammer. So a purplish smoke is how the and it's glowing of purple manifests itself. Okay. And then it just and when it hits the enemy, just like a huge like this sound blast of a purple wave. Of purple flashes over the body of Greeny, <laughs> and he collapses as if his arms just fall out from under him. It just <laughs> down onto the ground. And does he have any pockets? Okay, I just wanted to check if he had any pockets because I just. It would be nice to loot some pockets. Yeah, I should have. I could have walked up the ramp and took a bow from one of the soldiers. Remember, guys, lawful good doesn't always mean lawful nice. Can't do. No, can't do. No, can't do. Steal, steal, steal their medallions. They okay. must. They okay. have some so magic power that makes them harder to see. to this area. The scene you see How is you that Visuna has just stabbed her weapon, short sword, short sword, into this strange shimmering field that Cantu is standing behind, uh, next to. Trying to throw sparkles at. And there are several other kind of glowing shimmers in this area. And Squeaks is there, too. And Squeaks is on the <laughs> roof. You don't well, see him on. immediately, but after a moment you see him. Hello. He's wiping his beak. And slightly smudging it, too. <laughs> yeah, just like smudge your smudge. So you're there um, now. What do you squish, want to squish, do? Squish, squish, Clyde, right. Clyde um, grabs one of his hand axes and... Seeing that these glowy figures looking kind of threatening on there, picks one of the hand axes up and chucks it. You want to axe? <laughs> Can I axe you a question? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm, it's a 1d6. 
<laughs> he rolled a four. That has to miss and probably hit one of us. Here, I mustache you. That's a nine total. Save it for later. So the axe. It's a hand axe. Yes. yes. You, or a throwing axe, rather? Yeah. Hand axe. That okay, so throwing. you've flung the axe, and it goes and gets distorted as it goes through the shimmering field and then clinks down on the other side. Maybe did some damage? <laughs> Not really clear. It's a weird effect. Right? It just There's goes through something it? there, and it just goes... And then clinks down apparently unchanged on the other side. But while it was going through the field, it looked very strange and distorted. Okay, well, Clyde just looks very... And you still confused. have a move. Oh, cool. Clyde... Run up and shank it! No, that was his attack. Oh. Yes, that was my attack. Clyde runs up to... Just runs up um, in a general way to get closer to the action, I guess. Okay, very good. You can run up and get adjacent to the one that they're all next to, or you can run up and get adjacent to another one. I'm gonna go run up. I'm gonna run up to the one adjacent that the that the one that Bisuna and Cantu are next to. Good. So I can, yeah. Okay. Cantu. Good. Cantu. You'll be there at the end of your turn. Good. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right, and back over to Squeaks. I will. Axolotl Blast again on the one that was charging the okay. log. That has, yeah, they've all blurred now. 20. Not natural. Um, no, that's 20. Fine. Okay. We, we really need to try and practice not using fillers. 10 points. Ah. Boom. Okay, so the stream of axolotls comes. Pouring out again. How <laughs> many spell slots do you have? It's a cantrip. It hits this what? weird shimmering field, oh, and no. they all kind of get distorted and weirdly twisted in this shimmering field. And then the elf, overwhelmed by them, falls down normal, not not blurred or shimmering anymore. Does he give cookies? And just. <laughs> Thud to the ground. <laughs> Thud. Do you want to go anywhere? Or are you going to stay on the roof? I'll stay on the roof and ready. Okay. Another excellent <laughs> seeing that the guy right next to him is down, loots him and scoops up as many axolotls as you can and throws poof, them at the next poof, guy. Poof. Stop. Okay. Yeah, they're just like turning to sparks as you're picking them up. Why do you yeah. keep trying to throw axolotls at things? It's not working. <laughs> okay, then I'll just Only I can do that. Then I'll just then I'll just loot the guy. Loot the guy, take the key medallion. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't work so just it, for it elves, feels although it'll probably do that. Warm to the touch and slightly tingly as you take this key from the elf. And then I turn and I try and cream the next elf. Okay. So you are taking stuff from the body. That's your round if you're doing that now. Oh, okay. Then I'll just cream the next guy. Okay. So you right. touched it. He's, he's down, definitely. And you realize, I'm not going to loot him now. You're going to do, what, a bow? I'm going to run up and use my shorts. Okay. Actually, no, I will use my bow because I do more damage with it. Okay. Yes. Is the giant's stomach worth any money? 
Hey guys, guess what I rolled? I don't know. Do you have any background in dissecting Scientology? No. In biology, selling random body parts? (laughs) No, I wish. Sell them to the necromancer. He might give you something for it. I don't know because I was so thinking about roll. taking some. You were rolling I, for I, I the bow attack. Yeah, I rolled it. Guess what I rolled? Nice bag. Twenty <laughs> natural twenty. Very good. Bam. So you saw how like green and squishy and gross it was, right? <laughs> Seventeen <laughs> points on the elf. Okay, that's just so. <laughs> you draw and sight down the arrow carefully for a moment, where his head might breathe. Be. And tune out all the other distractions and just aiming for the center of that weird shimmer. And you let fly, and the arrow goes into the shimmer and does this weird thing where it's jumping around, apparently visually, inside the blur. And then it stops, and the arrow is sticking through the elf, and he collapses on the ground, not blurring anymore. So that's another one down. Another one gone, another one gone, another one gone. How many of the elves are left? There are five more. I'm going to try and go after one with my short sword. Okay. That is a 12. So you stab into the shimmering field and no apparent hit. There's something in there, but it's really hard to aim this thing because as soon as your blade goes in, it's kind of twisting around and weirdly, the visual distortion is very strange as you're stabbing into this. And you stab repeatedly and you get the sense that he's moving around in there as well. And as a bonus action, I'm gonna prepare a dodge. Okay, very good. And... They leave. So you get an attack of opportunity on this shimmer as it's running away from you. That's that's not a very good roll. That is an 11, I believe. Okay. Not another 11. So they are, the shimmers are moving away and heading toward the south in a, the alley between the smashed building and the three-story building that Squeaks had been on top of before. So the five of them are running running away. And Balasar. Yes? I'm just waiting there. I'm taking out its stomach and skinning it. Why? Because I can. <laughs> All right. What are you using to skin? The rapier that the rapier orc really. thing. Oh, saber. I doubt that anybody is going to pay very much for a bag made out of giant guts. So no, it begins skin. to occur to the rest of you, I wonder what happened to Alice. <laughs> well, oh, giant skin. Clyde. <laughs> All right, so I... <laughs> um... <laughs> I, so I'm with the gang, right? I'm with the... Yes, so yeah. you, were, you ran up, you're and with everybody but as you're running <laughs> yeah. up, the other two kind of split off to go after other uh, others of these shimmers. Because mm-hmm. the one got, as you were running up, gets blasted by a whole bunch of these weird little lizard things. <laughs> and 
You see that it's an elf. Big stuffing. As it falls down with a bunch of lizard things crawling off and disappearing <laughs> off of him. And he's got a, a prominent key pendant on him, which Kantu touches really quickly and then turns around and shoots another one of them. Mm-hmm. And Vaisuna runs over to another shimmer and is stabbing at it as it's running away. And the remaining ones all start running for this alleyway. You kind of interpret that they're probably elves under all of these, and yeah. they're all running. Yeah. But there's no sense of a person in there. There's just this weird kind of blurry distortion. I'm going to chase after the blurry distortions because I, for one, want to be the center of attention. Just kidding. Um, actually, there's a reason why. They're very legitimate as to I'm just curious to see where, okay. what these wackos are doing. All right. So, yeah, Clyde's going to chase after them. All right. No need to really do any fighting right now. I'm just going to... So, with a double move, you are able to mostly keep up with them. Yeah. They are also doing, mechanically speaking, they're also doing a double move with longer legs. Well, yeah. So, they're pulling ahead of you a little bit, but you are still keeping them in sight. Yeah. Squeaks. Um, You've seen all this. They've felled another one. They're elves. I mean, you knew that already. They have blurred so that they're harder to hit, clearly. It's kind of hard to see, even. And they've all been running. As soon as you guys arrived and started attacking them, they start um, running down. I'm going to fly after them and do another Lizard axolotl puke? blast. Lizard okay. puke? Wait, wait. Amphibipuke. Probably done gathering, so I'm just going to start Man. walking back. And, and Kanji's like... Man, so I'm just gonna witness this horrifying moment. And and Gunther says sarcastically, "Man, Squeak seems very sick. I wonder if we should take him to to a doctor." Um, (laughs) Twenty. Okay. Squeak says like, "Just barfing damage. You're flying (laughs) over and kind of just spray down (laughs) this blast. They disappear into the shimmering field and. It slows a little bit and then continues running. Count to. It's like, oh, what <laughs> is this? <laughs> what did just happen, man? Well, Count is like threw up lizards Kant, everywhere. Count is like They're wriggling wow, in my squeak. armor. <laughs> and Count says, like "Squeak seems very sick. Maybe he, we should take him to a doctor." Okay, now. And, okay. Does Kantu normally talk like that? <laughs> no, he's trying to sound really sarcastic. He forged. What is Kantu doing, however? He is going to try and shoot another shimmery blob. They have moved out of your line of sight, so you'll have to fly up or run after them. Oh, fly, because it's faster. Okay. With a thunderous beating of wings, you take flight again and draw a bead on one of these shimmers as they're running away. Yeah, I think... What's the total? I think that 24 is going to hit. Yes? Not sure. Anyways. Is that a crit? No. No, it wasn't natural 20. I have a plus 8. Plus eight to hit with my bow. Plus six to hit with any projectile. 
Okay, so that is nine points. All right. So uh, an arrow sinks into one of these shimmers, and it keeps going. Bye soon. So once again, I have to ask, uh, are uh, any of the cut. shimmers within roughly five feet of any of my friends? And no. Excuse uh, me? And, and Kantu also yells, hey, hey, Squeaks, barf on, one of, barf on that shimmer that I just shot. <laughs> I'm going to try and catch up to what I'm... I'm going to try and catch up to them first, I mean... Okay. No, I'm done. I'm walking So you have long legs, and <laughs> you can, as your bonus action, do a dash. So you are able to catch up and still do an attack if you wish. Hmm, I'm if you want to use your bonus action for the dash. All right. Okay. So I'll attack with my short sword once again. That's a 13. Hmm. So I so don't... It's, it, it, goes into the shimmer and is not obviously connecting with anything. But what's interesting is that they're really not trying to engage you for whatever reason. Because it continues running. And so you get another attack of opportunity. That's not going to hit. Oh, so frustrating. Okay. <laughs> so this oh magic Wait, is just kind me? of baffling. They are Have running up with their double move. They are running up, and it's at the end of the following round, they're coming up to the next section of the city wall, which Steve built. All right. So if anyone can you. Yes, Balasar. You are making your way up the rubble. I'm, I'm up the rubble. So is there any dead guards? Up, and there? there are more guards arriving now from the forest. Are they dead? Because are some of them dead? Yeah, I yeah some there of them are. There, there are people that died in the rubble of the tower getting okay. pulled down. There are other guards showing up now to respond to the emergency. So they're like, what's happening? They recognize you and your insignia that you are. Great war, Balasar the Great. You are one of the soldiers. <laughs> there was a few troll giants and orcs and whatevers. And whatever. Me and my group took care of them. My group and I, that's, technically. That's wonderful. What happened to your clothes? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good question. I, I, they're in my skin pouch. Uh, what? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> I wasn't sure whether I wanted to ask. Don't go out what there. Oh, <laughs> just some, just some giant skin. All right, well, I, you do. There's yeah, a I big guess I mess. I didn't want to know. There's a big oh, mess. Guys, guys, guys. Yeah, instead of a crocodile skin so bag, it's a giant skin bag. A giant stomach skin bag. See if there's any survivors okay. in the rubble. Question: oh. What kind of what kind of bows do the the dead soldiers have? Long bows. Okay, I'm just gonna pick one up and yeah, just, whatever just arrows I can find. Everybody who wants right. a, a so long bow, go I back and take one. I want you to do an insight to find a bow that is still in operable condition. Okay, so what do I roll? Insight check. Which that's is that's wisdom. a skill based on your wisdom. I don't so have So if you're not insight. trained in it, then it's just going to be plus one to the roll from your wisdom modifier. Eleven. Okay, so you find one that is serviceable. You'll need to string it again. The string is broken, but... I have skill in that because I'm... 
Okay, Clyde. Question, would I have um, a proficiency uh, in it because I have simple weapons? Or would I need simple weapons? Let's range? see here, so you, I think, have martial weapon proficiency, yes. too. Yeah, yes, so, so that would fine. be a... It's a martial weapon. So that would be a plus six. So right now Clyde is struggling okay, to keep up with the shimmers, right? So you are following, and you see that... I'm not the one doing that. <laughs> the two airborne party members are shooting down at them in various ways. Your muscle, as you think of it, yes. has run ahead and is repeatedly stabbing <laughs> into this shimmering field. And it's not clear that anything is happening with any of these. Alright, well poor Clyde is confused senseless right now and has really no idea how to explain anything that's happening. He's Oh my goodness, what, what am I going to do? You um, did see that one of these was an elf. Mm-hmm. May I explain in mechanical terms what I think is happening? No. <laughs> no. If you think it necessary, I don't... I would like is to know. Is it necessary to the game right now? Really? Not right now. No, no, no don't so. spoil it maybe, for the rest maybe of the after. Our I'm, I'm reaching a stopping point. Mm-hmm. Sure. Clyde grabs his other hand axe and aims it at the shimmers. Okay. Trying to make sure he doesn't hit any of his friends, just make sure not There's plenty of other targets that you can do that's not Vaisuna's not adjacent to. Good, then I'll aim for one that's not adjacent with Vaisuna, you know, or Clyde will shuck it. Let fly with a d20. Did I find any arrows? Three. Or were they all burnt? He rolled a three. didn't find any arrows with that roll. Okay, so Uh the hand axe, Mm -hmm. you'll be able to pick it up from where you kind of flung it up, Mm -hmm. like released it too early, it slipped out of your fingers for some reason, and it has clattered, and you can just scoop it up as you run past next round. Wait, you think I keep this? No, use it. Use it for the game. You can keep it, I've Hundreds, okay, cool. Dude, we have a bunch of D20s. so, squeaks. Or D20s. Squeaks? Hmm. Squeaks. They are drawing up to the wall now. Squeaks is You've going got to them trapped. No, we don't. As they're walking, no, they're we running don't. up to the wall. We don't have them trapped. Why not? Only I will swoop down. You know what? I'll use sleep on them. I don't remember how that works. So Squeaks them at. Squeaks them at. Swoops down from the sky and attacks. Get it? Squeaks them at. Hmm. Squeaks of that swoops down from the sky and attacks. Like Tiamat? Squeaks of that. You're like a what? Tiamat's the evil dragon goddess. Where Bahumat's the good dragon god. Five. In what? In in D&D 5e. I I haven't read D&D. I haven't read any of the D&D things. Squeaks of that swoops down from the sky and attacks. And what is it called? What is this effect called? Is this a bard ability? Bard ability. Bard ability. So, So how does this relate to your musical stuff that you're doing? You're flying along with the lute. It's a lullaby. All right. So you are are singing lullaby. Singing. Blub, 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 blub. Sleep. So your lullaby is really affected by your axolotl relationship. Okay, yeah. Everything's affected by the axolotl. How strange, I don't... I remember there being words to this song before. Blah, 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 bl
25 hit points. Whoa. To all of them? No, no, no. It's, it's that's how damage. many hit points. The way Lullaby works is that he sings and determines how many hit points of creature are affected. So 25 points of the blurs do that and then <laughs> slowly fall asleep. So you can shank a ball on the nighttime. Two of the blurs <laughs> shimmering along slow oh, yeah. And stop <laughs> shimmering and slump down and resolve into elves that are just sprawled on the ground. And there are Elfie's three others that are still making their way to the wall. What are you doing, Kantu? Elfie's sweet sleeping face. I, I hate that move. Anyways, uh, I'm going to try and loot some elves, if, unless there are any there shimmering blobs left. There are three shimmers. Okay, then I'll try and ball. I'll shoot a shimmer. I'll shoot a shimmer. <laughs> shoot a shimmer, 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 shoot a jibber, jibber. Make it happen. Make it happen. It happened. Okay. <laughs> to what end? How much damage 20, did it do? I rolled 26. How much damage did it do? 26 foot. <laughs> no. No. Ten points. Okay. A shimmer is moving along, and then not shimmering at all anymore, there is a dead elf. (laughs) Falls to the ground. There are two more shimmers. You are making your way there, Vaisuna? Yes, and what I'm actually going to do is take the two pendants off of the sleeping elves to make sure that they don't go back to being shimmers. And it is their turn as you're doing that. Well, you're going to do something else. I'm sorry. You're pulling them off. No, I'm just going to prepare to dodge just so in case. So you grab two of these keys that are on the pendants. And the elves, the two remaining shimmers, run up to the wall. And the wall, there is a rumble and a flash of light. And the wall rises up from the ground. So there is like a basement or a lower area to the wall that rises up and rolls open in a strange way that stone should not do, (laughs) forming a portal leading down and the shimmers flee down underground. Wait, but if Steve built the wall, then... Uh-oh. Yeah, I knew it was Steve. And that Uh-oh. is where I'm going to call it for today. Nice. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Bum, bum, bum. Don't tell me what it is. I am too excited. And that's where we're going to draw a close to the gameplay portion of this episode. But before we actually end the episode itself, I'd like to take a minute or two to talk about Game Master Mistakes. As you're running games and playing a campaign and coming up with the stories for the players and their characters and running combats and so forth, keeping all those balls in the air, you're going to make mistakes every once in a while. You might make a choice that is the less fun choice, or you might make a misinterpretation of the rules, or you might actually just get a rule wrong. 
So what do you do in that circumstance? Well, most of the time when you make a mistake, you're going to realize it fairly quickly. It'll be something like, oh, you know, a couple of minutes later you realize, oh, that shouldn't actually have hit this character because uh, I was miscalculating the cover bonus to AC. And if it's something like that, it's a couple of minutes later, you can usually just replay it. Say, okay, well, let's go a couple rounds back in combat, or if it's just a couple of minutes, a round back in combat and do that over again. Uh, we can keep the other roles, but uh, that changes whether you hit this person or not. And just revise that. Or if, say, you misinterpret the effects of a spell. So you're fighting in a tannery and a fireball goes off and blows up and you realize a couple of minutes later that all those guys were immune to fire damage. So they can't have been destroyed by the fireball. Well, you can revise it in a story reason and say something like, uh, okay, so you were fighting in a tannery. They weren't blown up by the fireball, but the fireball blasted away these vats of acid, and the acid spilled on them, and they burned up in the acid. And so they died. The effect is the same, but you can explain the mistake kind of retroactively. So most of the time, you're going to catch your mistakes, or the players will catch out your mistakes fairly quickly. But what if you do if you don't catch the mistake right away? If you don't catch it that session, say, or, I don't know, hypothetically, you don't notice the mistake at all, and you only realize your mistake months later when you're editing the podcast episode, and you hear you make a bad call on a, the effects of a spell, and you realize, what was I doing? You know, a hypothetical situation like that. What do you do? Well, then you have to go and come up with a story reason, at least I think a good way of handling it is you come up with a story reason for why the spell seemed to have worked that way. And then you somehow work that story, that reason, into the future, the future, the future, the future. Oh, I can't wait for you to, you guys to hear how we're going to resolve that with that sleep spell. Anyhow, with that... This is the end of this episode. You've been listening to All Ages RPG Podcast, the role-playing podcast for gamers of all ages. You can hear us on iTunes and Google Play. You can find us online at allagesrpg.com and on Twitter at allagesrpg. We'd love to get your feedback on the podcast and what you like and what you don't like, so you can comment on our blog or write to us on Twitter. I look forward to next episode where the campaign is going to take a slight different direction for a little bit. Until then, I hope that you've enjoyed listening to our game. We've certainly enjoyed playing it.